I know that we all want to have a good relationship with our coworkers, right? I mean, I do, obviously. You know, even the ones you don't like, you don't mean <laughs> you want to at least be on a cordial relationship with, right? But what one co of her coworkers is asking her to do is it's stepping out of that boundary uh being appropriate for a coworker relationship. We're getting into that today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hello, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Thank you so much for being here. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening in real time. Uh, we're a really cool community if you're new. Hope you'll get to know us a little bit better. It's you know, thousands of people all over the country that, that tune in and check out the show. And hopefully you'll uh, you'll stick around. Uh, the podcast is based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to preface this episode with I don't feel great today. Um, I... Woke up from a nap, and I, you and people with anxiety. Excuse me. You may realize that like it just sometimes a wave just hits you, mm. and you're not quite sure where it came from, and then mm. you're not quite sure how to get out of it because you're not even quite sure how you got there in the first place, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's Valentine's Day. That's trip. I really have no idea. I've literally no clue what's got me. But like my heart is racing right now. My stomach is upset. Uh, just all the classic signs of anxiety. But I literally have. No idea where it's coming from. But I don't want to fake it through this episode. That's one thing I promise you I'm never going to do. I've got to fake it on the radio so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't want – I kind of want to make it a normal thing too that when one of us isn't, isn't feeling right that mm -hmm. we can come to the others, right, in the group here and yeah. just be honest about it. Just be very right. transparent that, hey, we're not feeling great today. So yeah. if I don't see my same chipper self, um, I don't honestly know what is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I don't think it's Valentine's Day. But it could be, you know, there's a lot of weird, uh, what's subconscious things that go on. Um, as I see a guy get out of his car right now and he's bringing in some kind of flowers into his wife. Hmm. Um, but I don't on surface level, I'm not feeling anything. Cause you know, in case you don't know, we record this show the day before so today is Valentine's day when we're recording uh, on the surface level. I don't feel anything in particular mm -hmm. that is necessarily bothering me. Right. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I'm just, my stomach's in knots. I feel sick. I feel, I almost feel like a little overheated, but I've taken my temperature a couple of times. I'm like maybe I'm just getting sick. Oh. Um, but I don't, my temperature's fine. So I don't know. I just want to be honest about that. Yeah. Going into, uh, today's episode. So sorry. Maybe it's just an off day. We can try again tomorrow. It's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I do want to know about your Valentine's Day, Mom, because we were talking. You know, my parents have been married for 50 years. We think this is their 52nd Valentine's Day together. <laughs> and, you know, my dad uh, – I wouldn't say my dad's the most romantic guy in the world. Is that fair to say, Mom? No, he's not. So we weren't quite sure, like, what he was planning on doing. Hell, I don't know after 52 years if I even want to do anything for Valentine's Day, you know? Like, <laughs> what else is there to say yeah. or do at that point? Yeah. And we don't always. I mean – and, you know, as I said yesterday, I'm just not expecting anything. Then I won't be disappointed. It doesn't, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a hallmark day to me, honestly. It's not. Now, do you really feel that way? Because I feel like people yeah. that don't want to be disappointed say that. Just so yeah. they kind of set their expectations on a certain level, you know? Yeah. No, I don't really care much for it. Never have. It's never uh, really had much significance for me. Well, let's hear about your, um, your Valentine's Day with Jimmy Mack. Okay. 
So he went out today to, to get a haircut, mm -hmm. and he was gone for quite some time, and I didn't think much about it. Uh, eh, maybe he went to get his car washed, whatever. Didn't give it much thought. And then he came in, and he had a dozen roses and a card and a nice bag of Cheer Deli dark chocolate, which mm. I love. And so I was nice. like, oh, that's so sweet. And just this morning, he had said, well, honey, I'm sorry that I didn't get you anything for Valentine's, but I feel like, you know, I gave you a lot at Christmas. Like, I got a car. <laughs> I got an iPhone. I got an Apple. I say. <laughs> I was like. You got enough gifts for the year. I, I did. One, I said, honey. I said, yeah. In December, I got all my gifts for the whole year, and I love them so much, and I'm so grateful. And then yeah. we just moved on, and then he came in with that. He's so sweet. And the. And the card, you know, really, I mean, what it said really, I think, was very meaningful. I think he really meant what it said. So, yeah. So that was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. It's nice to be loved. And, Absolutely. you know, I, I had him, I, got, I gave him a, a little bag of chocolates that he knows has been here for a week. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ordered it, ordered it on Kroger Click List. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, so I it's knew it was coming. Fun. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. After 52 years, what do you say? Yeah. What's, what's left to be said? You know, I mean, we're here. We know yeah, we love each other. You ain't going nowhere. You know, we're together all the time. <laughs> it's my biggest so. fear because I remember even after 10 years, I mean, it's just hard to keep. And maybe it's just because my wife and I weren't like the most super connected people, uh -huh. but it's just really hard to keep the romance alive. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a quasi, like when I want to be, I can be a super romantic person. Yeah. But even I found it super tricky to be, to keep the romance alive. Yeah. After it's, so long, you know? Yeah. It's hard, but, you know, you move to a different stage of love, too. You move yeah. from the romanticism of it all to the reality of it all. And meaning that, you know, what, what do you truly mean to each other? And yeah. how do you truly love one another? And, you know, you're there in the good times and the bad, and, you know, you just know that each other, you know that you have each other. All right. Um, and that means a lot. That's pretty much what yeah. his card said. Yeah. Um, it just means a lot to know you're there. So, yeah. It's just a different kind of love. Sure. Just change it. Yeah. <laughs> just change You both know the other person's there. They ain't going yeah. nowhere. <laughs> Not this point. What's the point? We're both so close to death. What's the point? You know? I mean, we don't need to go to a restaurant, a crowded yeah. restaurant. We don't need to do any of that. We can do that any day we choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's good. It's been a yeah. really, really nice day. Well, let me recommend a, a new show because obviously in the winter, all I do is hibernate. And so when I hibernate, I catch up on things that I probably should have been doing, watching, checking out. <laughs> Uh, for uh, quite some time. And over the weekend, I started watching Euphoria. Ma, have you yeah. heard of Euphoria before? No, not until you mentioned it yesterday. I wrote it down. And possibly this is why I have anxiety because I cannot watch one episode. I cannot get through one episode without literally holding my breath because it's literally that anxiety-inducing. Probably not the oh. best thing to watch when you have anxiety, just FYI. Oh. Um, just a little heads up. You mean it's suspenseful? Uh, it's a series? It is a extremely heavy show about teenagers oh. and it's on HBO max. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I'd like to get your, your feedback on it as well, but I am obsessed with it right now. It is my new go-to of 
of shows that I uh, like and it, I binge watch because binge watching honestly is great for people with OCD mm-hmm. um, because I it gives me something to like obsess over that's just kind of fun. <laughs> so like over the weekends, that's literally all I've been doing, you know, mm-hmm. is just watching the uh, watching the shows, watching the movies that I really I feel like everyone talks about. And I actually stopped watching Euphoria back in 2019 because it was just too heavy for me. I don't even know why I got back into it, but I did. Mm-hmm. But let me give you the, the 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 general plot of this show is that it's about um it's about this girl that is I mean the first episode is even she is go uh, she's getting out of is she getting out of rehab um it's played by Zendaya so um she is she's just a troubled teen had trouble with drugs the whole time and basically everybody in her life and her whole entire city has some kind of effed up situation going on. Like mm-hmm. this just, you know, if it's drugs, if it's something sex related, uh, all of it's just in every episode, somebody, if not multiple people are about to get busted or die no. from whatever their bad thing is they're going through. Oh. So I just watched, and I'm, I'm not going to do a spoil. What well, age is this person? It. They're all they're all teenagers. They're all high schoolers. Oh, well, oh and then, gosh. then it's their parents too. So then you have your parents oh. who are also just kind of messed up, oh, and geez. you're kind of watching their situations unfold as well. And sometimes they kind of counteract, and people are bl- you know are, are um what do you, what do you do when you accuse somebody of a crime? Um, blaming, uh, framing people, oh, and framing. Yeah. it's it's just it is so well written. But mm. I'll tell you, you can't really watch it unless you want to go into it just. Uh, you just got to be ready for it. You just, I, and honestly, maybe it's what's honestly what's messing with me. I don't know. Possibly it's what's messing with me. Yeah. Uh, so you need uh, to go watch a Disney movie. I got to think, I think it changed my thing up though, but let me tell you what I'm learning from euphoria is that I think there's actually a pretty deep message here that if you're not watching just on the surface level that you can kind of take away from it. And it is that like, honestly, we all look at everybody else like they're effed up. You know, like mm-hmm. everybody and, – and the truth is you're right. <laughs> like everyone, all of us are, are fighting off some kind of generational demon that we almost inherited in a sense mm-hmm. um, because our families all had trauma. Then mm-hmm. we are built into and, – and are broken in some sense. Mm-hmm. And then we are broke. Then we are born into a family that's broken in some sense. Mm-hmm. And so then we do broken things. Mm-hmm. And then our kids are broken. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a, um, it's a vicious a cycle. Re- it's a it's a very vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Even the people, and it was a good reminder to me that even people with the, you know the smiles on their faces, right? You know, um, oh yeah, the people that feel. Uh, happy and uh, there's a family in here and you've seen it. You don't know what I'm talking about, but there's a family in here that's very well to do. And the son's like the star of the football team and the dad's like the most um, well, well respected construction company owner mm-hmm. in the, in the city. Mm. Uh, and it looks like he and the, the dad just, just won the chili cook off at the state fair. You know, like it's just, <laughs> So on the outside, they're the perfect family. Yeah. But then behind Mm -hmm. the scenes, they're literally Mm -hmm. all dealing with the most like messed up stuff. Yeah. 
And then as you start to learn their backstory, and that's kind of what it does, it kind of throws all this drama in your face and you're like, wow, like what is happening? Mm-hmm. And as a series is unfolding, you're just starting to learn like, wow, like this is all because of the circumstances they were really born into mm. or been around mm. or the, you know, cause we're all born into situations already. Right. You know, and we're yeah. picking up things from birth that we don't even realize. Right. And I don't know if you believe in, in you know, uh, generational trauma mm. at all, mm-hmm. but like, are, are we possibly picking up things in DNA and genes that our ancestors have been through? I don't know. I don't know if you believe mm-hmm. that or not. I, I think there could be something to that personally. I do Maybe too. I'm just being, I do I'm just too. being cuckoo. No, uh, I believe but also that. really, it reminded me a lot of having compassion because mm-hmm. – at first, you start watching this show and you start to get really angry mm-hmm. and like disgusted and like, oh, like how could anybody let their kids act like this? Or like what mm-hmm. happened, you know? Only then as, you, as the story unfolds to yeah. now I'm on – you know, I just watched the first episode right before I went to go work out today. I watched episode one of season two uh-huh. and I really started like rooting for the kids that I hated on <laughs> season one, episode one. Uh-huh. I really hated all of them, to be honest with you, because I was like, this is disgusting. Uh-huh. But now I'm like rooting for them to like fight these demons and beat these demons. Whereas mm-hmm. before I was just kind of writing these people off. And I think that's my big takeaway from mm-hmm. Euphoria. And my, I don't know if you want to get into it because honestly, it's heavy. Like it doesn't make me feel good at all when I watch it. It's not yeah. one of those. you. It's not a light watch. Yeah. Um, but I think it would probably bother you more than then it may be worth. Yeah. It's not the tender swindler. That's about as deep as you can go. I think when it comes to <laughs> trauma. <laughs> uh, my mom can't watch the bachelor by the way, because she feels too oh bad for them. Gosh, I, so I feel like if you watch euphoria, oh, you might, uh, you no, might literally melt down. The heartbreak. Uh-uh. Um, so, but it just, and, and this, I guess this is, this is what's on my heart today as I'm sitting here in terrible mm. anxiety and feeling heavy from, watching euphoria is like, let's, let's just try to be patient with everybody. Let's try. Yeah. And listen, these kids keep putting themselves in really bad situations on this show. And again, I don't know what happens, but right. by episode two, they may all turn out to be really terrible, right. awful humans. And I, I don't know. I don't know how this is going. I'm just right. on, I just started the first um, episode of the second season. Yeah. But maybe like, just be patient and just know that we're all going through something. Mm-hmm. No matter if, if you know the backstory or not, like we're all going through some type stuff. of some kind life. of stuff. Yeah. Life. Yeah. So instead of trying yeah. to take the time to judge and be angry and confused of why and how maybe build yourself up as superior to somebody else. I'll even do that sometimes. Man, I'll look at somebody else and be like, man, I'm glad I'm not like that. Like, whoa, how'd, mm. how'd that go so wrong? My life's not like that. But then I hell, I've got all my bullshit too, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So – Anyway, there's my uh, my two cents. Uh, probably a way too deep exp- explanation of uh, of euphoria, but that's I don't know. I'm kind of interested my... in it now. Maybe I'll try it for a watch, watch series the first episode. or two. Just, just you know, know, I have a special you, heart for kids, so I don't know. Yeah, if you can't get through it, just just know it doesn't get better. It only is getting worse. Yeah. Um, as the as the series is going on, I'm like I'm not, I keep hoping for the day that everyone's going to wake up and not do drugs and like not want to kill each other and really mm. be in happy and healthy situations. But uh, so far, not so good. Yeah. So back to the less judgment, more curiosity. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's uh, go ahead and get our quote for today for Tuesday, Mom. Okay, it's from Desmond Tutu. 
If you want peace, you don't talk to your friends. You talk to your enemies. Mm, man. And that is so true, isn't it? If, if you are at odds with someone, God, you need to find the courage to go talk to them and not listen to what everyone else is saying about it. You sure. need to just confront them and listen to what they have to say and try to find some common ground, mm-hmm. your common humanity. And, you know, when I've been in these situations, or mostly in, you know, moderating that or mediating that for, for others, what I have found is that when that happens, when you can open your mind and your heart to really hear someone else that you have a difference with, that you will come out okay and have a Mm -hmm. better understanding, just like you just said about that movie, of where a person's really coming from and what they're dealing with that makes them act and respond the way they do. Right. And by the way, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. It is not easy. It takes tremendous strength, courage, and vulnerability to do it. Yeah. But if you want peace, that is the starting place right there. It is true, because think about it. Like when we're upset with somebody, what's the first thing we do? We run to our friend and we're like, oh my God, can you believe? Mm-hmm. What oh, we we run to me? the people that we think will see our view on it. Sure. That's the yeah. first thing we do, right? We're, and we're all guilty of that. I don't know, some people actually, I will say, are pretty mature. I've got some friends that come to me when something's wrong and like they'll they'll just take it up with me and they got a lot of respect in that. I am not that person. Uh, I'm not the person that I kind of stew on it for a while. Y'all know me. Y'all know me by well by now. Like, uh, <laughs> stew on it for a while. Then, yeah, then I'll run to my community that knows it's going to tell me what I want to hear, you know? Uh huh. Right. And then, like, if they don't, then I'm like, what, what the hell? Like, what kind of friend are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, exactly. What's wrong with you? you know, I don't really care what the truth is. I just want you to agree with me no matter what. Right. You sound <laughs> so normal. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how dare you rationalize this situation? Right. And how you dare you tell me I'm wrong and they're right? What? Yeah. What's wrong with you? What no. the hell's wrong with you? No, right? that can't be right. I'm hurt. Uh, you know, hurt. I'm hurt. Yeah. They had yeah. no right to do or say or whatever. Um, that to me. So, but it is true. It's a really, and I think we all know that. Mm-hmm. And how much better is it too when you just, I mean, I don't know, with the exception of one conversation in the past couple of years, I feel like the second that I've confronted it, mm-hmm. it was like a whole lot better than I thought it was going to go. Well, absolutely. You know, and if like, nothing else, you can let it go knowing that you have done your part to make it better. Mm-hmm. Right? You've done the best you can. And it just seems so much easier in the moment because you're like, I don't know that I necessarily want to deal with this right now. But again, mm-hmm. I will, as someone that doesn't like conflict, right. I really don't like to get into conflict with people. It's Most just, it makes people me uncomfortable. Don't. Right. Um, with the exception of one conversation I can think of, when I have faced opposition, mm-hmm. it has gone swimmingly better than I thought it was going to go mm-hmm. that I was so worried about. Most people I feel like, and I guess it just depends on the situation, mm-hmm. uh, meet you typically want to feel the same way. They want to kind of yeah. get their point out, want to be heard. Right. And that's what you have to do. You have to really listen, really listen to what the other person is saying and really hear 
hear them, hear them, and right. hopefully with an open heart. That's it's right. not always possible, but no, it is not. To Mom, the best of no, your ability, is that is the not. thing to do. We know what That's to do, right. and we just don't do it. Very true. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to get to our Ask My Mom segment just a couple of minutes away. First, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at uh, – who should we thank today first? Ooh, Manscaped. Manscaped <laughs> is uh, – now that Valentine's Day is over, it doesn't mean that we can just let ourselves go, gentlemen. And ladies, <laughs> don't let your man just you know let himself go anymore. We got <laughs> – we got 364 more days to go until we got to do this Valentine's Day thing all over again. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it can so, happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm saying, this, like, why? This why, could be a game why, changer. <laughs> yeah. Why are we just so, um, why do we only care about, about our, our, um, our physical, um, kept, kept, is it kept? Kept, kempt. Kept. Kempt. What does kempt mean? Am I thinking of a fake word right now? K E M T. Kemp. Kemp. I think so. Kemp. <laughs> I'm making this word up right now. Sometimes I make up words. I'm not Kemped. sure. Kemp means maintained in a neat or clean condition. How about oh, that? Well, okay, there you go. Kemped. God. Sometimes I don't even know that I know words. And they just come out and I'm like. But then I think, and I'm like, and, and trust me, when you're on the radio show, it's like about the podcast because y'all like y'all let me off the hook a lot. And if I said that, if I said it on the air, and it was wrong. Oh, That's right. God. There's an expression very well kept. That's very true. well kept. Yeah. Now you've learned a new word today. Oh gosh. Maintained in a neat or clean condition, or well cared for. So there's not. Listen, just because it's uh, Valentine's Day is over, does not mean that we should keep ourselves unkempt. <laughs> and that does work. That works very well. God, I'm so smart sometimes. <laughs> um, I don't like what I'm. I don't like it either. By the way, I don't like it when I use words because I don't even know if it's right, but it just pops out of my mouth, <laughs> and then I get really insecure because I'm not quite sure what the word means. I've just heard somebody else use it, like some smarter person than me. So, <laughs> um, Manscaped is here for all of your man grooming needs, and we've got an exclusive offer for you to join the uh, four million men. That uh, worldwide, they've trusted Manscaped, the leader in below the waist grooming, with the exclusive offer by going to manscaped.com. And the code is Kramer20 for 20% off and free shipping. I think this could be a great birthday gift. I think this could be just a great tool for any man to have in his arsenal of uh, <laughs> body campness. <laughs> so, <laughs> with the uh, performance package 4.0 from Manscaped, it's everything that you need to make your each day just a little bit more special. The lawnmower, which is the trimmer, the hair trimmer. You've got the um, uh, the weed whacker, which is their nose and ear hair trimmer. It also comes with a crop preserver, ball deodorant, a crop reviver, ball toner, and <laughs> On top of that, you can also well, – it comes with boxers. It comes with a um, uh, travel tote. And on top of that, you can also add body wash. You can add some Manscaped Refined Cologne. <laughs> Buying gifts for guys can be hard, but this is always a good one. Oh, I like yeah. It is hard. It's, it's one size fits all too. You know, it's really <laughs> – That's true. That's really true. important. So – <laughs> Why don't you go check it out? Uh, manscaped.com, our exclusive offer again, 20% off for every podcast listener, plus free shipping by going to Kramer or using p- uh, promo code Kramer20 on uh, manscaped.com. Also, let's talk about our friends over from Dunn. Dunn is making ADH care, ADHD care more affordable and accessible to every single person. And if you're sitting here saying, I don't think I have adult ADHD, 
Like, I mean, you can think a lot of things, you know, like, but do you know, like, and if you don't know, why do you want to go through the rest of your life? Not really being sure if possibly there was a solution that can make your life better out there. That makes sense. Cause right now you're saying things like, Oh, I'm so scatterbrained. I, you know, I don't have uh, I don't have enough time of the day to get everything done. I'm just so forgetful of this or that. I mean, that's Can't quite seem to get organized. Yeah. I mean, Can't all remember these things, things, things where I put yourself. things and, mm-hmm. but possibly are these all signs of adult ADHD? Well, I can tell you that ADHD does fall into the mental health category, which obviously we're a big proponent of, of the show. Yes. And that is why all I'm asking you to do is go take a quick online assessment to figure out possibly is done right for you. Mm-hmm. Done is the probably one of the easiest ways. It's why I liked I like the idea because it's really done so easy. It's convenient. It's judgment free. They have expert providers that really only focus and kind of take you through the progress of your ADHD treatment, personalized treatment. It's not just like here it is, like boop, this is the one you're going to take. Here's you know you have the doctor sometimes like oh, take you, you you know you meet with them for three minutes and they're like okay take this in six weeks and let's see how you feel mm-hmm. you know right. Uh, it's affordable mm-hmm. and it's continuous care. So. Do this. Go to uh, take a really quick survey for me and see if possibly this could really change your life. Text the word done, D O N E, to 888 Kramer 8. Text done to 888 Kramer 8. If you also want to just go, go in the show notes, because um, it's really easy to just click on the link, take the really quick assessment, and see if maybe done is right for you. Everybody listening to this podcast gets 50% off their initial appointment, which is 100 bucks off. So you're going to save yeah, a lot of money. That's great. This could be great for you. So uh, text the word done, D-O-N-E to 888-Kramer8. All right. Going to get to ask my mom in a couple seconds. Before we do, certified fans, hello. How are you? Mm-hmm. Thank you for supporting our show. Yes. Favorite um, part of the show for me. I love this. Yeah, this is this is people that just take a couple uh, take, take a couple of bucks a month. What would we say it was, mom? 16 cents a day? I feel like we're like uh, feeding mm-hmm. a underprivileged child right now <laughs> um, but you too can feed an underprivileged podcast when you <laughs> take 16 cents a day we need a celebrity now to get behind this and make some tv commercials right. you too can help a struggling podcast with <laughs> 16 cents a day uh yeah so let's um when well, when you join you get a bunch of perks i try to give you the inside the most inside and uh best perks i can give you for the podcast things that you can't you know, get best by listening. It's the uh, exclusive Facebook page. It has a bunch of pictures and videos that we share. You kind of get to mm-hmm. meet other people listen to this podcast from all over the country. Our community so tight. I love it. Merch exclusives, uh, content exclusives, and also you get a episode dedicated to you. So what we do is we um, when you join, that's that's the big that's the big one. I think it's kind of fun to like hear your name and your uh, your um, just knowing that you, that this is you getting your shout out. I think it's just fun. I like getting shout outs. So, uh, no, no one new today, but we're going to spin the wheel and figure out who our certified fan of the day is going to be. Okay. Before we move on to ask my mom. And. Oh, how about this? Look at that. For anyone that uh, believes in angel numbers, <laughs> it is uh, 111 is our certified fan of the day. Wow. Certified fan 111. Uh, is a Marie S a Marie S who lives in San Diego, California has Mm. been a certified fan from June the 12th. Uh, Still in here supporting us today. That's awesome. 
extremely grateful for you. That's a long time now, since the 12th mm-hmm. of June of 2020. So about a year and a half now at this point. Wow. It means a lot. Just when I say that, like it just kind of gives me chills. I'm super thankful for that. So yeah. um, let's uh, let's give you your props and thank you so much for your continued support of Certified Mama's Boy. Mamas, give her a bonus whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop to Amory. We're so happy go. to have you. And hopefully you can uh, you can join us as well. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. All right. Ask my mom. It is probably the most popular segment we do on the show because we – It's I, I really like – maybe because I enjoy transparency and I kind of like mm. to – you know, like I, I don't mind sharing my life. But when you guys share your lives too, it's just interesting. I don't, I don't know why it is. I think maybe, yes. maybe because we all feel more normal when we hear just what everybody else is going through. Yeah. So what we say is if you've got a dilemma, let's let's talk about it on the podcast. And because we all care for one another. Most of us have never met, but we mm-hmm. still have this weird bond, this podcast that brought mm-hmm. us together. So if you uh, text the word uh, – if you sorry, if you email me, that guy Kramer at gmail.com, your dilemma. We'll have my mom who has great motherly advice go through it. And let's see if we can get you some kind of solution. So, Mom, here we go. Our dilemma of the day. Yeah. Dear Mama Nancy, I have a great job and get a ton of vacation time that I usually don't take. But it keeps building up. We get four weeks of vacation each year, and if I don't take it, it rolls over and builds up. There's no expiration on the days, and we can donate unused days back to the company, turn them in for extra pay. Or give them to a coworker. Nice, right? That is nice. That is nice. I've never, I actually, I've never heard of that before where you can I know, that's trade amazing. off vacation days. It's very cool. I don't really need the vacation now, but it's mine. And I may want or need them at some point. So one of my coworkers knows I never use all of my days. She's a mother of four kids and has used up almost all of her time this year to stay at home taking care of her kids when they were sick with COVID. This mom has been planning a vacation this summer with her family, but now she doesn't have the vacation time available, and her new days won't be available until at least November. So she's asked me if I will give her a week of vacation days. I have more than 50 days accumulated, so I have the days, but maybe I'll want them for a long trip somewhere if I meet a guy. I want to take off to Australia or Africa for a couple of months. I told her that I wasn't interested in giving up any of my days, and she told me I was crushing her kids' dreams of a real family vacation. That really made me angry. It's like she's trying to shame me into it. It's not my fault her kids were sick and that she's out of vacation time. I'm not being unreasonable here, am I? Well... (laughs) Mother, hmm. your thoughts? Well, quite frankly, I think that you are being a little unreasonable in <laughs> that you have 50 days and she's been through a hard time with COVID. And she has four kids and it would mean so much to them to have a vacation. And you may not even meet someone and you have... You still have 50 days, so go away for a month and give her a, give her a week or two. Um, I, I, you know, if this were me, I would definitely give her uh, my, 
some of my vacation time so that her family and her kids could have a good time. And I think that you will feel all the better for it, knowing that you have really reached out and helped someone to give them something that's so meaningful to them. Uh, Yes. And actually go back in the email, mom, sorry. And how close are they? Are they just co-workers? Um, it doesn't really say. It just I'm says trying to figure out, like, one they, of my you know, co-workers. Always, yeah, there's always, like, different levels of co-workers. You know what I mean? Like, for example, yeah. if Jess came to me and was like, hey, listen, like, I'm I'm screwed right now. I need some extra days off. Can you, can you uh, let me have some of yours? Obviously, I would do it, right? Right. Uh, so, I... Um, but then there's some, obviously, that would come to me and I'd be like, what? I feel really weird and really uncomfortable. Hmm. If you um, didn't know them mean, well? The truth is, is like you, you, you know, I've been really on a, like, remember like last year I was kind of going on a rampage about like using all your vacation days. Right. And, like, yeah. Taking that time for yourself and you've earned that because I feel like, first of all, I don't think anyone should have 50 days of vacation accrued for any reason whatsoever. Yeah, that's a um, lot. But I, I don't know that I would necessarily just give it up that easy either because mm-hmm. you don't ever know, you know, you're never really yeah. quite sure. And I'm not saying like, oh my God, I might meet somebody, whatever, whatever. But what if you did get sick? I'm guessing that maybe the reason you have so many is because, you know, some people get vacation days and they get sick days and they kind of just, it's just PTO basically, mm-hmm. you know, you use it for whatever you use it for. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. And then what happens, you know, like, and then you're out money because you, I mean, 50 days is how long that's, uh, that's like two and a half months. I mean, that'd, that'd be right. a lot. That'd be a that lot. Would be a lot. And she's only asking for five days. She's I would, asking uh, for a week, which would technically be five days. I'm really curious how, how most people would feel about this. Cause I don't know. Like, again, I think it just depends on how close you are mm-hmm. to someone. I'm assuming you're not that close because I feel like if you were close, this wouldn't be a question. Like if it wasn't me to a Jess, and then in case you have no idea who Jess is, that's my radio co-host. Yeah. I don't think it'd be much of a dilemma at all. You'd just be yeah. like, oh yeah, for sure. No worries. But if it's just like yeah. a, a normal, if it's a level BC or completely, I always put people in groups, unofficial groups, you know, like mm-hmm. we don't actually do that, but it's just easier for me to kind of digest where they are in my life. And I'm like, okay, you're an A friend, you're a B friend, you're a C friend. Right. But I think you can do the same with coworkers, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my office right now, like if one of the people in like the sales department came to me that I just didn't know, like, hey, listen, I know we've talked about six times since you've been here, but like I'm going through some hard times. You got 50 vacation days. Is there any chance I could get like five? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I earned that, you know? Let's just say, I mean, to me, vacation days are kind of like currency. Well, and they are. Like you earn them just like you earn money. So right. if somebody came to you, because that's what happens. Listen, when I uh, when I got let go from my last radio job, I mean, they wrote me a pretty nice check because I didn't use a lot of vacation days. Right. And so um, I, I literally, I probably had, yeah, about four weeks or whatever stored up, which by the way, please don't ever do that. It's really not worth it. You go crazy at mm-hmm. work. So please take time off. Mm-hmm. I'll never do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I would just go passing it out. Mom, I know what you're saying is like the nice thing. Yeah, I think you should feel good about that. A mom with four kids that's working during COVID, that's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. That is hard. That's just really hard. And this woman is obviously single because she says she might meet someone and take off to Australia or Africa for a couple of months. We'll go for one month. Yeah, right. You know? I mean, right. 
Yeah, that's just my thoughts. What do you think? 888-Kramer8, would you just give up some of your vacation days for a coworker? Would you like no questions asked? And again, we don't we don't want the politically correct answer here. We're just trying to see like how do you how how do most people normally act? Because mm-hmm. obviously, like on on the surface, we all want to be known as the person that would just do everything. But like honestly, would you would you be able to do that knowing that like that's that's like money in a sense? Like you earned that. Like would you if a coworker came to you and asked to borrow you know five hundred dollars, would you do it and just say, or can I just have five hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. I, I bet if we if we put this in money terms, mom, then I mean, would that change things? If a coworker well, says, no, not time, a, can I just get five hundred dollars? I'm not going to pay you back because you know, not if I had it. Not if I had it. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think of it that way, does it make you feel any different? So, eight 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 Kramer eight. If you want to um, to hop in and be a part of the conversation today, and mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey, love you forever. All right. I don't know. I'm going to do things that are good for my anxiety. Probably should have done that one-minute meditation today. But I'm going to go just chill out and watch a show that causes me massive anxiety. (laughs) All right. You're the best. I love being here. It always makes me feel better. So I appreciate you making space for making this podcast exist, taking, you know, 40 minutes out of your day to check it out. Until tomorrow, have a great one. See you then. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.